We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big Soul Joe Show! you go but (laughs) (laughs) uh we're gonna have uh we're gonna have those guys joining us in just a second i'm gonna get them on the skype i exciting i've ever used skype Uh, apparently they haven't either oh great this is gonna be an adventure uh we've used skype on this show before uh notably with wyatt coin it was kind of a disaster that was before my time uh yeah it was it was back uh with brian and we had wyatt coin and they're all sitting around a living room and we're watching them on the skype and uh they're they're all sitting around uh playing guitars and everything and you know the previous week we had we had done a bit where we we went on uh craigslist and we went to like uh the um I don't know, you know, you know, like the the really like, you know, adult oriented oh, section okay. of of Craigslist, right? Yeah. And we read a lot of uh, some of the ads. Yeah. And we started doing that before we realized, like, you know, Dewey's kid was around. <laughs> so, oh, we should probably not do this bit right now. <laughs> and that was the last time we ever did that bit. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it, it just it didn't go very well. <laughs> uh, overall, you know, the quality was okay and everything, but, but it didn't go very well. Uh, but we got those guys. Uh, we're gonna bring them on in just a minute here, uh, and they—they're uh, a fantastic newer band. If you guys recall, a few years ago, uh, back when uh, me and Dan and Brian were doing the outdoor shows, and we had uh, the Hovelists in. Uh, it is Josh from the Hovelists. Nice. Is now in those guys, and uh, I got to see them a couple of weeks ago. They're pretty—they're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw them on the way home from my uh, super secret mission. Oh, that's right, you did. I did the first uh, the first week I was involved with that. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I so I caught them. Uh, you know, so I'm excited to have them on the show. We're also gonna have music from Outlier, Pure Heel, and Circular Logic, who you can catch all this weekend. Yes. Um. Everybody's playing. I'm very, I'm very upset that a wrestling themed punk band is playing on WrestleMania Sunday. Maybe they like um, New Japan. Maybe. Except, you know, their albums are all WWF themed. So. Oh, okay. Well, there goes that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get, let's uh, call up those guys here, and we're going to get them on, and uh, hopefully. let's. <laughs> you know how these things tend to go. How do I call? There's how you call. You push the, the little, <laughs> little phone icon. There we go. All right. It's... <coughs> Look at that. Funky what's, music. What's that all about? We hear the funky music. I don't know if anybody else hears the funky music out in... Hey, guys. What's up, man? Hey. All right. It's those guys. I'm, I'm hoping you guys are coming through on the... Oh, we, we can see them. Oh, wow. They got they got the banner up and everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't... Uh, yeah, we don't... Uh, we don't have a camera hooked up, so... <laughs> I gotta make sure you guys are coming through the right, uh, right uh, audio thing here. So give me a second, <laughs> just kind of make sure. I should have done a test call beforehand, but right. you know, well, who does that? Who does that? We need to fill the time somehow. There we go. Okay, we need this to go to uh, which one? This this one? I, I don't think. Know. Say something, guys. 
that was not it. No, you are correct. Um, geez, I don't know which one. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to call you guys right back. How's that sound? <laughs> All right. We're going to fix this, and then we'll call those guys right back. <laughs> All right. See, this is going This is going well. Right. The, the call was good, except it wasn't coming through the podcast, so oh, great. we need to, need to fix that. So we got to fix that, and we got to call them right back, because... I didn't think to do a test call, because I'm like, ah, no, it's set up for when I had Scott on a couple of weeks ago. Nope. No. All right, what do we got here? We want to change our default communications device. It's, except I don't think it's any of the ones. I'm going to hit this one. And we're going to do a test call. A test call. We're going to do a test call. What if call. it works? Will it be the call? Uh, we're Well, we're going to do, there's an actual test call number. See, that's not it. No, and the test call. It's, I, I don't know. Oh, no, hold on. The, okay. Microphone. That's us. Okay. All right. Speakers. Uh-huh. All right. We want to change that to this one, I think. Yeah, you guys, you guys get to listen to us troubleshoot. Yeah. It's great. All right, test this call. Is, this is the professionals right here. I can hear cat meowing. I hear. Please record. Okay, it's on the. It's almost on the right one. Hold on, I got it. Oh. There. Nope, that's still not it. Hold on, we're gonna get this. Oh my goodness, this is why I don't it like is, audio. It, it is this one. And uh, here, I'm gonna end the test call. And I'm gonna call it right back. <laughs> Hello. Cool. Test that's the one. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, I should have done this before the show. All right, we're gonna bring those guys back on now. <laughs> oh, that music again. Yeah, see, now it's playing through the... It's playing through the... the... Hey, guys. There you hey, go. Hey. All right. We've got you. We fixed it. <laughs> I was clicking the wrong button. I'm like, no, it's this one. Nope, nope. That one's our microphone. We want to do the... Uh, <laughs> we want to do the speakers. So we got those guys. You guys are... Uh, we're Olean, right? Yeah, in New York. You guys were going to drive all the way out here to Buffalo. Oh, my gosh. Just to be that on the show. That would have been silly. Like... I'm glad you didn't have to do that. Yay, technology. We do wild things like well, that. Well, I mean, it, it, saves, <laughs> it saves us gas for two or so. That's yeah. an A+. Plus. There you go. So are, you, are you guys headed on tour soon? Or? Yep. We leave uh, Saturday night's our last show, and then we're leaving Sunday morning. All right. So what's going on Saturday night? Uh, we got The Edge in uh, Bradford, Pennsylvania from 8 to 12. And then we have a show on Friday at the plant in only in New York from uh, nine to one. All right. Now plant, I, I've never been to the plant, but that Me seems either. to be the big venue out there in Olean. It, it is. It's one of the big venues. That and the Union Whiskey is one of the two big venues out in Olean right now. So you guys got a, yeah. You guys got a killer music scene out there in Olean. It's great to bring a lot of you guys up here to play in Buffalo because there's so many good bands out there. Yeah. Lots of support. There's more and more musicians popping up every day, and all we want to do is just help support the local music scene, hopefully make it bigger than what it is. Yeah. So we're glad that there's more and more bands coming out in our area, but we're waiting to see what comes out in all the other areas as well. Yeah, absolutely. Nationally. You guys should come out and uh, play a show with us and see what we got going on out here and do some show trades and stuff like that. So. I've actually been talking about that back and forth. It's just never the timing never seems to work out for uh, for us. So we're gonna we'll, we're we'll gonna we'll make it, it happen. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, we got we got a pretty tight schedule. I mean, we probably try to stay busy as much as possible. Yeah. 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 So, how long is this tour you guys are going on? So uh, it's gonna be a full two month tour. We won't be back Damn. in this area until June. Yeah. Wow. So, so it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> got about what ten shows booked. Going 11. through eleven shows. Eleven shows booked. Going through thirteen different states. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be two months long. It's gonna be cooped up in a small vehicle, but glad yeah. to get the music out there. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, we got a lot going on. We got uh, we got offered to do a radio interview out in uh, Portland, Oregon, for the farmers market, uh, and then for the East Side Bar and Grill as well. Yep. All of that's uh, in the same. And then uh, a TV interview. Yep. We're gonna try and get a, an interview on. I think it's a news segment or something along those lines out in Oregon as well. A buddy of ours has helped hooked us up with that uh, contact, so hopefully we can get more stuff like that going too. Sweet. Yeah. Yup, yup. <laughs> We're not messing around. No. <laughs> you start with us and then you move up in the world, right? You go, <laughs> like, we're gonna do that, uh, we're gonna do that all WNY thing and then we'll go do the cool stuff. <laughs> you gotta move up in the world when it comes to music, you know? Sure. Uh, I don't forget where we come from, so yeah. we appreciate, you know, everybody that gives us a shot, whether it's venues or radio shows or anybody that just listens to us, we love it. Yeah. Right on. So. We definitely appreciate people that remember us when they get big and famous. We just had Mindy Davey sign with Capitol Records, and we're just like, hey, don't forget about us. I saw that present her on Facebook, and that just happened. And I think, yeah. I, think, I think our biggest show on tour is our actual main goal is a Weed Stock Festival. A three-day festival out in Ford, Washington. Yeah. Wow. Fun event, a whole bunch of celebrities, a bunch of vendors, and a whole lot of information going around about the cannabis industry and everything else. Yep. We're going to break awesome. a couple of world records. It's going to be a fun time. Somewhere between five and 10,000 people. <laughs> and I'm sure the lineup's going to be way better than uh, Woodstock or Lollapalooza this year. <laughs> Seems like it. All we know is we heard that Snoop Dogg's going to be there. Yeah, wow. and a few other celebrities as well that were yet to be mentioned. Yeah, that's great. Uh, a lot of great acts going out, a lot of local uh, music talent as well as worldwide coming out to this event, and it's just going to be an awesome thing. Uh, everybody getting together, breaking all these world records, learning about each other's music. And they're rolling a 17-pound joint to break the <laughs> Oh, man. And a box in a circus tent. Yeah. Man. They're going to put a, a bunch of people in a circus tent, and they're going to hot box it, see how many people they can fit in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you guys are about to get high with Snoop Dogg. Yeah, we're gonna oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. that's, that's happening. And if we do, we'll we'll take a shitload of pictures. You know? <laughs> Checking that off the bucket list. Yeah. We're also, yeah. also going to try and get a, a little like behind the scenes thing of our tour itself, so that we can turn it into like a little video for our fans, and that would be available with our merchandise both online and at our shows as well. Yep, that way everybody can uh, have the experience that we had for the two months on the road. So sweet. Yeah. The stuff that doesn't wind up on Facebook Live or <laughs> YouTube. Really or... anywhere else. It's just, you know, us messing around. The not quite so PG stuff. It's kind of just to bring people on the tour with us. Make it seem like they were with us through the whole thing. Because we've gotten a lot of support from everybody and all of our fans. And we couldn't ask for a better fan base. So we wanted to make sure that everybody was involved as much as possible with everything that we're doing. So our schedule's kind of aligned uh, about a month or so ago, and I accidentally saw you guys at Mohawk Place. <laughs> I didn't even know you guys were on the bill. I just saw Yellow Sauce and Scarecrow show, and I'm like, 
hey, you know, before I go home, I might as well pop into Mohawk for five minutes and then end up staying for three bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a good night. I was good. Uh, had a whole lot of people coming out. We love playing with Scarecrow Show. They're great, great friends of ours. Oh, yeah. Yellow Sauce, now we've been getting tighter and tighter with them. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to do a few shows with Yellow Sauce. Yeah. I know the Yellow Sauce wants to do some shows with us, so then, we're definitely going to be down for that. And then Krupnik, another local band from our area, is still you know playing strong every weekend and doing their thing as well, so it's always a good time. Yeah. We have fun. Chances are, if you guys end up on more shows with the Yellow Sauce, I'll see you a lot more. <laughs> I do their, I do their uh, narration deal. So. <laughs> Definitely gonna work on that once we get back from tour. Yeah, and try and get more involved with uh, more bands uh, for more shows and stuff instead of just doing four-hour shows by ourselves. I mean, yeah, it's great that we can do four-hour shows, but we got to get connected with more bands and, and try to get the industry bigger in this area. Yeah. I think that's an Olean thing. None of the Buffalo bands are like, hey, we're going to go do a four-hour show. But you <laughs> no, guys got you guys, I mean, you got Dreadnecks out there, Scarecrow <laughs> show. <can> pull. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, four-hour shows are good. I mean, it's good for, for the money if, you, if you're planning on doing something with the band or taking a big trip and stuff like that. The money's good. You know, we just want to do some more gigs with other bands to interact with other bands and get to know other new people. You know, um, and build our music scene yeah. up in this area. And honestly, the whole four-hour show thing, it, it started out because we wanted to do something that no other bands really do. And when you look around, even only in, there was like two or three different bands on one venue for one night, and they would all do maybe an hour and a half set and then clean up for the night. So we decided to fill enough time to do four-hour shows, and then we got booked every Friday and Saturday, so we're doing back-to-back -back shows, and then festivals, and then benefits, and birthday parties, and private parties, and everything else just kind of fell into place for us. Yeah. Excellent. I don't know how you, I don't know how you guys do it. I did one song with Nuclear Winter at a party a few weeks ago, and I was shot. <laughs> <laughs> It takes a lot of work. It's very stressful, but uh, you gotta have a you know good band with you. If you can't get along with your band and talk the things out, and you know make sure you're not fighting every three seconds. And wait, wait, we're not supposed to be doing plus that. usually. Plus usually we practice like five days a week, almost eight hours a day, and then so. play two gigs a week, maybe more if they you know if they'll have us. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, we usually try to take one day off with the family. You know. And, do our personal stuff, and then every other minute of every other day is band stuff. Yep. Nice. So. There you go. That's how you get these uh, big tours and everything. Yeah. Is, is, yeah, is this is this is all we do? <laughs> we're already starting to set up for next. So we're doing another tour next year. Yep. And uh, one month tour. It's going to be in April. So we're already starting to book, uh, starting to get contacts and books. Yeah. We realized very quickly that booking a two-month tour out of the gate is very difficult. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind still. of a poor choice on our end, but we oh pulled it off. God. It was a pain <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> so we're going to go a little bit smaller next time, and uh, hopefully we'll make more <coughs> out of it. And, you know, just kind of well, we turned our whole practice area into a call center. Yeah. <laughs> Called over, I don't know, um, 800, 800, different, 800 venues. different venues, emailed 800 different venues. Yeah, my fingers are still cramped from typing. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in contact with everybody across, the, you know, at least the United States trying to get this done. And, you know, again, everybody was so gracious to, you know, either give us a chance or let us on the bill with other bands that night or even just let us come in and play for tips. So we, we appreciate that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. 
Is there any guys, anything you guys want to ask us? I know we've been talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep talking, man. Those are the best interviews. I don't got to do any work. <laughs> People love to interview us because all yeah. we do is just talk about yeah. everything. And we have so much information, but a lot of it's still, you know, like you can go on YouTube or Facebook or pretty much anywhere where we do videos and, and see all of the updates for all of our new shows, all of our gear, everything that we do. We promote a lot. Stuff I mean, like that. Even, even if it's not like musically inclined, we're not doing a show like we're doing something constructive as a band at the studio we'll even go live for a video for that just to kind of get the audience involved in it more and uh, but yeah we have a lot of info that's all out there and we just hope people can get to it so I, get, I get tagged in a lot of posts from you guys <laughs> josh specifically <laughs> Like, Josh has tagged you in a post with 99 other people. God damn it. Promotion, promotion, promotion. It's like, I, I, I appreciate the work you're putting in, man, but, like, I got to go untag myself from those. Like, I appreciate seeing them, and I appreciate the hard work, but, man. That is a pain in the ass to go through and tag that many people, though. Like... Yeah, they used to have a button to where you can just click tag all people, and now they don't. It's like, yeah, but yeah. just kind of click it. It's because of you. <laughs> they, they got rid of it because they're like, oh, so many people are clicking on tag. <laughs> and they want you to pay for that now. Well, after a while, Facebook kind of gets to the point where they think it's spam and then just kind of throw you in jail for 30 days. Or yeah. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. <laughs> that happened with me with the uh, with the uh, all WNY awards, sending out all the, hey, you guys are you guys are up for the award. You should be uh, maybe at the award show. <laughs> Yeah. And Facebook's finally like, no, nah, you're not sending any more messages from this account. <laughs> Great. I think they suspended our drummer for a few days. Yeah, they did. Our, our drummer got kicked off Facebook like three different times because of uh, promotion and ad promotion and ads and everything else within the record label and the band and everything else that we're doing. So the best one though is when I did the video. I uploaded the video, and then I shared it just to my page, the band page, and the label page. And then they flagged me for three days. Jeez. <laughs> I'm like, we just shared it to our own stuff. Then like, you can't do that. Wait a minute. Right? Or, when, or when they silenced my live feed for Christmas, I did like, I was playing the, the album. Yeah. They just had it on repeat in the background. Mm -hmm. And they silenced the video and copyright struck me against our own stuff. <laughs> oh, that's, that's wonderful. I'm like, oh, that's great. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, other than that, I mean, you know, going on this tour, we can't wait to get out there and see the West Coast and meet all of our new fans that have been following us and promoting us and just helping us along the way as much as they can. I thought my chair was loud. I know, dude, you need <laughs> some WD-40. It's new. It's a new chair, oh, too. squeak it out, man. Yeah. Squeak it out. <laughs> I gotta break it in. It, it doesn't seem to matter what chair we give him. All of them squeak, no matter yeah. what. So. This is the way he sits. I, I, Pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta be like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I get this message on Skype, and it's like, hey, is this the right guy? It's the guy from those guys. Well, Skype like auto suggests messages back, and the the first one that it auto suggested was what guy? <laughs> <laughs> and I almost clicked it, I just as a joke, but I'm like, now the the only one of those guys that actually knows me is Josh, so <laughs> <laughs> I better not confuse them too much. <laughs> No, we get a lot of, of feedback for our name just uh, being alone. It, it's a household name. I mean, nobody <laughs> believes us when we tell them what the name is. 
But everybody, when they see the banner and stuff like that, they're like, oh, I know that. And then two weeks later, ask me what the band name is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I went on your website uh, right before we came on the air when I was setting up for all the music we're playing today and everything. And I was just looking for, you know, just to figure out where your music was. And it says, you know, we're available on Google Play and iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and, and all, you know, everywhere. Just search for those guys. So I went on Google and I searched for those guys and there's like four bands come up. I'm yeah, like, that's a, yes, but we're the top band that you'll see. <laughs> that's, that's that's a downfall. When we say those guys are like, oh, there's other bands with those guys, but we've actually had a band. We've had a couple of we've had a couple bands drop their name because we've been doing so much with uh, nice. our side, um, the CDs, the, the CDs, T-shirts, the copyright, and everything yeah. else. So we've had a couple of bands change their name. There are a couple more out there, but they're like wedding bands or you know small town just yeah. doing it for hobby uh, type cover bands. bands. But so it's not too bad. Now, is those guys is those guys a phrase that you can trademark? Oh, I don't think we could trademark that actually, unless we spell it differently. I guess right. Right, because I know like with XM Priory, there was another guy that started at the same time as them that they uh, they trademarked their name and he had to change his name. So. Yeah, yeah. If you if you search them on Google Play, the other guy still comes up. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the the other guys. They changed their name. Yeah, they yeah. just they were their name to they the other were guys. those guys, and then they changed their name to the other guys because they didn't want to step on our shoes and get mixed up with us because we already had so much going. So, right. You know, it, they didn't want to get mixed up with you guys. Yeah. and that's that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of respect for them to change your name. Yeah, so that's really cool. You know, we very appreciate it. So there there was a point where we thought about changing our name as well, but nothing really fit with what we were doing yeah. so we just kind of kept it those guys yeah because it's kind of hard to come up with a cool name for an acoustic alternative punk rock hippie band so <laughs> uh we just kept it like that and everybody just seems to like it yeah so so you guys have done a lot in what's it been like maybe two years if that just about not not two years quite but it's just about there so. it's been about a year and a half now that we've been a band we've probably done about really? 80 shows you know, yeah. more, probably more than that shows. maybe i don't know i mean we've done about 200 shows almost um by I, november yeah. 1st it will be two years yeah together yeah uh, since we started it josh and i started as a duo two years ago in november yeah and so, then uh around that time we should be releasing the second album as well yeah for this year yeah so that's awesome. a, that's that's pretty impressive for really such a short is. period of time like what you guys have accomplished how many shows you've done i i see your banner in the background that you signed to blind sun records and <laughs> You know, like that's because it was just two years ago over the summer that Josh was sitting on my porch as part of the Hovelists. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And we, we both still have one of the t shirts for the yeah. Hovelists as well. I got one in my, there's one in my drawer. Yeah. <laughs> I, still, I think I still have a bunch of our download cards still. Yeah. You know, all stuff. But no, it's been going great. I mean, for, for being a band for about a year and a half now, almost two, we brought out our first album last year on November 2nd. And we sold out of the box within two months. Of CDs. Nice. We had to buy a new box of CDs. So and we've already put a debt in that box. And they come in a count of like 500. So to, to be sold out of our CDs within the first six months, yeah. we're blessing. Yes. And That's awesome. Koozies. We sell a lot of merch. You know, I, I see, I mean, and I, I love all bands that try to sell merch. I know they have such a difficult time trying to do it. But if for some reason we just we're selling our merch like crazy. Like we sold out. We, we try to keep it cheap for our yeah. clientele too, because we know that, especially around the <coughs> Indian area, people don't really make a lot of money. 
Yeah. And we're not a band for the money. We're a band to get the music out. So we don't really charge too much for our CDs so that everybody can afford it. Yep. Right. So. And people tell us all the time they love playing it and they love listening to it and they'll listen to it over and over again, Damn. which is awesome because I hear the songs maybe five or six times and then I need to listen to something else. <laughs> <laughs> because we play, we, we play it so much that I, just, I don't remember. Growing, they hate anything. our own music. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Think of how I felt when I was mixing and mastering. Oh, yeah, oh. listening to the song <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeah. And then you're just humming uh, it and singing it to yourself. Yeah. Like, I think I have every note memorized of all of that album. <laughs> so I haven't, uh, I, I haven't, like, actually gone out of my way to listen to any of my music from back when I was playing. But if it pops up on random or something, then it, because I haven't heard it in so long, it's like, oh, hey. Yeah, right? Man, yeah. this I'm sucked. Sure I've heard, <laughs> I'm sure if I haven't heard, like, Past is the Past in, like, two years, and I probably enjoy it more, but... Yeah. I mean, it's my daughter's favorite song, so I hear it almost constantly. And then it's That's one of the awesome. CDs, so everybody's posting it and reposting it and sharing it and everything, which is awesome. And I love the fact that everybody's interacting with it, but I'm just sick of hearing the same song. <laughs> like, pick another, there's, there's 10 songs on that CD. Well, we got to play that album for the next two months. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, right? We, we might actually all remember like, all of our parts by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold my breath. It, it, the songs change every time we play. <laughs> so uh, that's the hippie yeah. part of it. And we yeah. just kind of jam. Well, I mean, I know we're not there in Buffalo, but whenever we see you guys, we're probably more than welcome to throw you guys a T-shirt for letting us uh, be on the Think So Joe show. Cool, man. Aw, <laughs> thanks. So, I hope you're not offended. It says those guys, and it's a middle finger. No. I am so offended. Have you, have you oh listened to God. this show? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you, you've been on this show. You you know. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, we're trying to get some more artwork too. So you know, there's a a poll going on right now. You can submit to those guys on Facebook.com what your design would be for the next t-shirt and if it's voted upon by everybody and it's chosen you'll get a free t-shirt and a signed cd by those guys for helping us pick the new graphic design for the t-shirt yeah that's pretty sweet yeah yeah the only one that submitted so far is me though yeah <laughs> what if you win well then i guess i get a shirt and a CD. you get a you get a shirt and a CD signed by those guys <laughs> But yeah, uh, we're trying to get everybody involved on that uh, and for the merchandise itself because I think it'd be a cool idea for, you know, the, our customers to kind of pick out what they want on the t-shirts for them to wear yeah. to represent us. Yeah. Pretty cool. Sweet. Cool, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good idea. Like, that reminds me of... I don't remember, was it Issues, the corn CD? That yeah, they... where they had the four different... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Somebody drew them. Yeah. yeah. Same there was an MTV uh, MTV contest. You uh, was it an MTV contest? Yeah. You submit your artwork, and then uh, you know the one that won was the Ragdoll, and then they yeah, had the three was, uh, the three other ones. That was when MTV was good. Yes, it was. <laughs> I like MTV then. MTV had music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. videos. Yeah. And Beavis and Butthead. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I remember, like, fun. going to school and, like, you know, TRL was the big thing when I was in high school. So yeah. I'd go to, I'd go to high school and it'd be, it'd be, like, snowing 
and there'd be snow out and I'd just kind of write in the snow, you know, 1-800-DIAL-MTV or whatever the phone number was. <laughs> vote, for like, vote for corn. Like, vote for corn. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the, the boy bands were, like, number one for, like, two years straight and then corn knocked them out. It was like, yeah, we won! <laughs> Remember Tom Green? Remember the Bum Bum song? Yes. That pops into my head at least once a week. <laughs> like I'll be I'll be cleaning something like I'll be cleaning the table I'll be like my bum is on the table my bum is on the table <laughs> we should cover that no <laughs> <laughs> oh, no it's cool I hope more people can come out and see the live shows or you know come out in the area if we're out in your area for a tour and everything and yeah. see us live because it's definitely a great experience yeah and I believe uh Dreadnecks are on tour too, start April. Actually, yeah. I think they're now. Dreadnecks are going on tour, and they're uh, Devin, uh, their original guitar player, is apparently playing on the tour. No oh, no shit, shit, really. I heard he was playing. Oh, I wasn't sure if that's he was awesome. Doing that's awesome. I that's guess really uh, awesome. Joe, Joe posted a statement today that he's uh, just kind of taking a step back because music kind of became work instead of. Yeah. Instead of fun, and that's, that's he never wanted that to do. Never wanted that to happen. I can understand that, but I. Yeah. I mean, that's how we I mean, we would try to keep it fun. Yeah, we but, had. Yeah. Understand, there's a business end to it too. We had of Ben course. from Scarecrow Show come out and play with us and jam out with us, and that was fun. Give him because he, you know, he's talking about doing something. He wants to do something different, so he wanted to come out and jam with us, which was really fun. And we gave him the whole everything on what we do. You know, we have a business meeting before we do practice. Business meetings about. 20 to 30 minutes long. Once we're done, we go to practice. We do all the songs. We're and then we're at, yep, and then we're, when we're done with practice, we interact with the band and we play Monopoly and Try to jump down it. each other's throats and <laughs> cuss at each do other. Do you play a whole game of Monopoly? Yes, we do. Sometimes. Holy well, shit. No, wait, wait, wait. Do you, do you play with house rules or do you play with the actual rules in the rule book? Because that makes a difference in how long a Monopoly game is. It does. Is. I think we play with the actual rules and the well. No, we modified. The we modified a little, a little bit. bit, you know. It's we make it so you can't buy any properties until you pass go at least once. Okay. Can't build on your properties until all of the properties are gone for the first time. Yep. And then uh, if you don't want to buy a property, we don't auction it off. You just skip over until the next person lands on it. Ah. Okay. So you play longer rules. Well, no, well, no, because what what really makes it go longer is well, it that would actually make it go a little longer is waiting to get around go and all that. But yeah. like, what really makes a monopoly game last forever is when you do the five hundred dollars in free parking. Yeah. Yeah. Because like then everybody lands on free parking, everybody's got money, and now everybody's able to buy and pay their rent and all that stuff. So the monopoly games last forever when you do that. <laughs> As I played long as you money your property, you're still in it. <laughs> but these games are so cutthroat and brutal. <laughs> I bet. We get violent. We get we get violent when it comes to that game. Oh my god. So we're on the air here with those guys from Olean, New York, getting ready to go out on tour. They're playing uh where are you playing the Friday and Saturday? Uh, we'll be at the plant in Olean, New York from nine to one, and then we'll be in the edge on Saturday in Bradford PA from uh, eight to twelve. And then you can catch these guys on tour. Well, these, those guys, I guess. Oh, I, dear. Jeez, that gets confusing. <laughs> anyway. That, that was the first thought of our name was these guys. But yeah. then we just kind of just changed it to those it guys. It kept changing gotcha. from these guys to those guys, and then those guys stuck. Yeah. 
<laughs> Did you guys want to our country cover band? It'll be them fellers. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna go into a music break. Did you guys want to stick around? Uh, you start a country cover band, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hit a music break. Did you guys want to stick around for another segment or did you want to take off? No, we can stick around either way. Cool, yeah, man. Go. We're gonna play a song from those guys. And uh, which one is it? Here it is. Uh, those Memories is the name of the song. You guys have a YouTube uh, video up for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, that song wasn't quite done yet, but... Uh, it's up there. Uh, it's up there. If that you one's wanna... not even on the original uh, the <laughs> Yeah, album. Uh, that it, one was... Uh, it was the one that was on your website. That's why I grabbed it. It's like, okay, oh, that's... You're fine. You, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a rough, it's a little rough copy of the song, but you guys can go ahead and play it. Still quite good. Still good. Cool, man. Here it is. Those guys on all WNY. I think so, Joe Show.
right, that was those guys on OWNY, Think So Joe Show. That song called Lost Memories, apparently not a finished version, they tell us. <laughs> so that video was pretty fucking sweet, but I'm not gonna lie, it was really unsettling. <laughs> like, it reminded me, have you guys ever seen the Animatrix? No. Okay, so get on that. Um, <laughs> but there's, it's like short animation films having to do with the Matrix, and uh, one of them, it reminded me of one of them, only it was, like, far more detailed and mechanical, and I don't know. Guys, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that the fact that it's weird is a good thing. It kind of sparks conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was who, um, who animated that? Our producer slash drummer does all of the videos for our music on YouTube. Yeah, and what I do is I go to uh, this thing called Dust, which is on YouTube, and it's like all different people doing stuff, and it's the only place that I can like snatch videos and not get copyright strikes. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently they're okay with it, to just so long as you like tag the first the original video in Sweet. the comments. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they're fine with it. Awesome. Well, that's yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I might if I have nightmares. If I don't sleep tonight, thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks, those I'm guys. Be up pondering all this <laughs> stuff about the Matrix and machines, and I'm done now. <laughs> I, I actually, you made me watch the Animatrix once. I I own it. Yeah, you put it on, and we just kind of sat there and watched it for like hours. <laughs> that's hours you'll never get back it is, it is well i mean you know it it is what it is i guess i mean like i think it's i mean if you're into the matrix movies um it's it's cool but if you're not like it's still cool because it's short movies and you right. don't necessarily have to know the the matrix story you know well, i don't know all right speaking of movies are you, are you guys dc fans marvel fans at all I, I tend to be a Marvel fan, but I'm not religious about it. I, so, so have you guys seen the new trailer for Joker? I no. did not bother to watch it. I I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen it. The only superhero movies I've watched lately are Deadpool. So. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool too. <laughs> yeah, we went and saw that one in theaters. It's the only movie I think we've seen together in theaters. Um, I feel like there was another one, but. I don't sit still well, like, it causes me physical pain, but Deadpool is, like, one of those movies where you can, like, not just sit and pay attention, like, you can react and move around and, like... See, that's why I haven't asked you if you want to go see Dumbo, because that's out I now. really want to see Dumbo, but I know that I can't yeah. sit through it. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that crazy No, you know what, though, when, when they were developing the, uh, the, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, I was doing a lot of voiceovers about superhero movies. So it was yeah. like, oh, here's the first look at Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, and... You know, here's what the plot's gonna be, and here's what this is, and here's like, okay, man, like, <laughs> like I, I'm a I'm a Batman mark, but I don't really like the, uh, you know, I, I don't really watch movies, so yeah, and and uh, and I saw, you know, I watched The Dark Knight was the last like Batman movie I watched, and I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> you know what? It's worth noting that though you cannot sit through a movie in general, 
you can sit through how many hours of wrestling two times a week? <laughs> uh, if I can stay awake, that's five hours uh, just on Monday and Tuesday alone. So, right. Yeah, but, uh, so if I had cable, I'd be joining you and watching wrestling. There's, there's, you know, there's WrestleMania coming up, but that's set to be like seven hours or something. Like that's this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so I'm assuming that we're going to black out the windows and set up the projector all day Sunday. Yeah, my kid's like, going to be we like... we have the blackout for the windows. Let's just do it. My kid's going to be confined to her room because she's going to not want to sit there watching oh, wrestling. Oh, did you switch weekends again? No, I, this past weekend was the one I switched for because oh. we had the uh, anniversary show and okay. I had to switch. Anyway. <laughs> so, Joe, who is your favorite wrestler? Uh, right now... Um, Geez, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky Lynch. <laughs> That's, even, even, no back idea. back when she first joined, you know, WWE. I, that was the first like women's wrestler T-shirt I ever bought was Becky Lynch. I'm wearing an Eddie Guerrero T-shirt right now. I call it Wrestling T-shirt nice. Week. The the Monday uh, before WrestleMania up through WrestleMania, I wear a different wrestling T-shirt every day. Which means he's guaranteed to change his shirt every day, folks. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't usually happen. <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. I have a job where I work from home. <laughs> I just roll out of bed, roll into the studio, record some voiceovers. Uh, but yeah, back to the back to the question. Yeah, I saw The Dark Knight, and I, I couldn't stand uh, Christian Bale as Batman. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm done watching superhero movies for a while. <laughs> skinny Batman. I don't think Ben Affleck is much better. I, I didn't see the Ben Affleck bat Batman, so I can't judge. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't horrible, but what, I, wouldn't, what, I wouldn't say it was one of my favorite What Batman did the director say? Because he, he quit. He doesn't want to be Batman anymore. He goes, man, I'm going to miss that chin. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's got like the, the perfect, perfect Batman chin. chin. <laughs> you know, they, they, should have J, they should have Jay Leno play Batman. There oh. you go. <laughs> They'd have to do a voiceover for him, though. Right, right. Oh, my God. What if they didn't? What if it was Jay Leno's voice? Oh, man. <laughs> I hate Jay Leno, but I would watch that. I know. <laughs> I, uh, but, um, yeah, like, uh, but I think, uh, for me personally, I think Mark Hamill was the best uh, Joker in any incarnation of Batman, so. That's crazy. He's doing the new Chucky voice, too. Yeah, I saw that. It's nuts. The year of all the reboots. Yes, yeah. Re yeah, yeah. We're really running out of original ideas. For sure. <laughs> yes, they are. I, <laughs> I am. Maybe thirty years ago, they just keep redoing new movies. No, the same movie. <laughs> I will be honest. I am looking forward to the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they had a costume contest. Uh, I forgot where it was, but it was like last month. They had a costume contest to dress up like Jay and Silent Bob. And then the two best outfits were going would be able to be VIPs on the set as they shot the the movie. Sweet. Two guys, two guys ended up winning it, but I I thought it'd be cool as shit to go ahead and, and try to do that because uh, Jason and Bob for one is my favorite movie of all time. Oh. <laughs> and then Kevin Smith is my favorite director of all time. So. Nice. I was just geeking out over it. <laughs> See, I don't watch a lot of movies, but I've seen the entire View of universe. I'm looking forward to this Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I've seen the animated series of Clerks. <laughs> oh, I even yeah. saw, I even saw the television show, uh, the the first episode of the television show Clerks, yeah, that had nothing to nothing to do with Kevin Smith. They couldn't use the names Jay and Silent Bob, so the main character's name was Ray. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Yeah, like it, it was ridiculous. It was terrible. It, it, what was even worse was the Ferris Bueller TV show. Well, I never, I didn't know that. That was a thing. There was a, the, yeah, the that first movie, but I didn't know that. The, the first episode is on, uh, you can find it on YouTube, or at least you could. I don't know if it's still there, but. Cool. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> some research tonight. Yeah. I'll still just be watching documentaries. <laughs> That's, if I'm watching Netflix or anything, I'm usually watching a documentary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a documentary. I've been catching up on Game of Thrones, waiting for that eighth season to come out. Uh, and it's gonna just, come out while we're on tour, so I won't even get to watch it. No, yeah, we'll get back. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I have Wi-Fi. I have Wi-Fi. I'll say, you get that HBO Go app. You get unlimited data on your phone. Just binge watch, man. <laughs> That's what I would do. I, uh, I, I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, but I did voiceovers about Game of Thrones a couple of weeks ago. So I'm like, okay, and this character. And then I have to click over to another window, look up the pronunciation, <laughs> come back to it. Like, I don't know anything about this show. <laughs> I, I still have watched Zero Game of Thrones. No, so. I wish I was there with you. I, I don't, I didn't like it, that, sh that show at all. It, it, I, just from doing the voiceovers, it, it sounded like it was an intriguing show, but it's like, I'm not going to go back and watch seven seasons of a show. I don't know. I'm a fan of Stranger Things. Yeah. Stranger Things is cool, and Vikings. I'm a huge fan of Vikings. <laughs> so I've been told yes. I've been told Stranger Things is really good, and yes. I haven't bothered to watch it. I I got Netflix uh, just because like the Water Boy was on it, and I'm like, I want to watch the Water Boy. I just she said something about Gatorade, and I was like, or water, and I said I made a reference to the Water Boy, and I'm like, you know what? I want to watch that movie, and then I found out it was on Netflix, so I signed up for Netflix and got hooked on uh, that show, The Toys That Made Us. Oh. <laughs> and I think the main reason I still have Netflix right now is I'm waiting for season three. <laughs> so you like you like documentaries. Have you seen the Hamilton's uh, Pharmaceutica? Pharmacopia. Pharmacopia. No, I haven't seen that one. He's a, guy, a scientist that goes around the world and tries different... Uh, Hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah. Oh, I want that job. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not know you could you could trip by eating a fish. Yeah, a oh, what kind of fish? <laughs> I, I, I can think can we get it in yeah. Lake Ontario? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. No, it's about <laughs> Asia somewhere. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's like two-headed fish in Lake Ontario. I'm sure you can get some kind of buzz off that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think with me, my job has kind of like turned me off of a couple of things. One is like reading for fun. <laughs> and, and the other is like watching a lot of documentaries because a lot of the stuff it's like oh hey I did a voiceover on that <laughs> uh, I woke up one morning I had a couple of really terrible jobs and then I did this one and then the next job I opened was who would win in a fight an alligator or a grizzly bear like oh okay I, I this one I like <laughs> <laughs> what was the answer can uh, you give that away the, the video is out now uh, I I can't remember the name. Blue Gum is the YouTube channel. Uh, and I actually shared the video yesterday on my Facebook. So. Oh, okay. And so you're going to make yeah. me go oh, back and look at oh, your I'm Facebook. Sure. You're, you're going to have to go and, and watch the... Yeah, you're going to have to watch the video. Damn you. <laughs> no, I got I to gotta wait to find out who won. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh, yeah, I, I really... Uh, that's, a, that's a fun channel to do. It's some German guy. Yeah. Yeah, he. Well, you uh, know, he's not American. He wants to know if an alligator or a bear would win. Like, 
He's, I, he's too I think interesting Amer to be American. I was gonna say I think Americans would want to know that. I just don't think they would think of it. They would think to think that they want to know that until they hear somebody else say, "Hey, who would win a fight?" You know who would want to know that is Sterling Archer. <laughs> Yeah, he, he would be all about that life. Right. I, I've seen episodes of Archer now. I can say that I, I have seen that show and I don't hate it. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb, though, without having watched this, and I'm going to say it was the alligator. I'll be surprised it's there. I'm going to say it's the alligator. I, to be honest, um, I don't how? even remember. So. <laughs> so it wasn't that interesting. It's not that it wasn't interesting. It's that I, I do so much work. It, it was two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she got me watching Archer, and I I, I don't like uh, H. John Benjamin as a voice actor. Uh, and so, like, it really, I, I can't watch Bob's Burgers. So I was surprised to find out <laughs> that I can actually watch Archer and be like, oh, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as I actually got hooked on Bob's Burgers for, well, a number of reasons. All of the episodes of Family Guy and all that shit were already watched, so I didn't want to go back to it. <laughs> So I started watching Bob's Burgers, and then Louise <laughs> made me like the show. All of her antics of trying to get everybody into bad situations and just taking everybody on for no reason. Is just, that the one with the bunny ears? Yes. She's adorable. <laughs> I would hang out with her. Right? Yeah. I, I tried to watch Bob's Burgers when it first came out, and I'm watching and the first thought is, fuck, this is the dude from home movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like and it's the sandwich guy from Arby's. Commercial. He is now the sandwich oh. guy from the Arby's commercials <laughs> nice. too. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm watching this and I'm just like, I, I, it's taking me right out of it because it's like, and I, and I had seen like clips of Archer at that point. I I don't think I'd ever actually watched an episode. But it's like, does does this dude do like character voices or is he just H. John Benjamin all the time? Because <laughs> like, but it really I, works I can do Archer. that. <laughs> it's kind of got like a Morgan Freeman voice, uh, a voice that kind of works for everything, whether it's cartoons or videos or commercials or whatever. Just kind of fits. Yeah. But it's uh, weird now that every time I watch Bob's Burgers, all I imagine is the sandwich guy from Arby's. <laughs> I'd like to know what um, H. John Benjamin actually looks like. Can you look that up for me, please? He's doing the Arby's commercials. I haven't seen any Arby's commercials. <laughs> He's got the meat for sandwiches. He does. I could so picture Archer saying that, though. <laughs> All right, we'll find you a picture of H. John Benjamin. <laughs> like, they had to specify that the meat was for sandwiches. I think that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looks like? Yes, that's... Oh, my God, I don't know if it's going to be the same for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just not known. <laughs> yeah. Um... Which makes it I, I guess if Kitty. you can. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess if you could just make a living just, you know, talking in your normal voice. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? True. But uh, that's more of voiceover than it is voice acting, I think. So I think that's like. Morgan Freeman made billions of dollars doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, how does this dude make more than me and he does less voices than I do? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys should hear when he has to do his uh his oh, plays. God. He had a play, I think he had like 14 different characters oh, and they all man. had different voices. He's in like a bedroom converted into a studio. So the closet <laughs> which is adjacent to the bedroom where I'm sleeping, 
he's doing 14 different freaking voices in the middle of the night. I'm trying to fucking sleep. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so down in there. <laughs> has anybody called Duntire to hear if I'm on there yet? I, oh my I, gosh. I called the other night. I wasn't on there yet. So. Oh, I'm sure they'll get to it. I'm sure they'll, they'll put it in eventually. I mean, they did pay for it, so who cares? Yeah, right. I got, I got, I got my check for thirty-five dollars. <laughs> I gotta frame this. You should frame it. I think Harry's trying to get me like a big one, like he's trying to get them oh to give me a no God. like an oversized novelty check. Where are we gonna put this? Who cares? <laughs> I'll just stick it we in a guitar case. The ceiling. I'll stick it in a guitar case. I'll just have it on display if I'm if I ever play a show again. Nice. <laughs> Sort of like how Billy Draws 2 does with the Lionel Richie uh, vinyl. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So you guys, um, do you guys know what today is? You don't. It's my mom's birthday. I did. You know, I meant to text your mom earlier and I forgot. Happy birthday, mom, if you're listening. I, hey, I, hey, mom, happy birthday. I love you. It, it, I meant to text you and I, I forgot. I made my mom a cake. I stepped out of my comfort zone of cookies and I made cake. And it was supposed to just be a white cake, but I found this recipe for a lemon cake. And my mom likes lemon. So it's a lemon white cake and I made it. And it was really good. And um, my mom babysits a four-year-old and he really liked the frosting. Like he picked up the whole cake on a piece, on a fork like the whole piece of cake and just ate the frosting. And oh my God, it was so funny. So too bad you guys missed cake. If you guys had come here, there's there's cake. Yeah. I told you, it's better to do this. Would you rather save money for tour or have cake? I'd rather have cake, honestly. That would have meant I would have had to clean the studio. I, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I mean, we can, we can busk in the streets for gas money, but cake, I mean, that's <laughs> nobody, that's cake. Yeah. And this was no box cake, you guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> made from scratch. That's what mm -hmm. I do. It was yeah, good. We failed really this mission. <laughs> <laughs> Told you we should have gone in person. Yeah, yeah. So there when you cake. guys get back from tour, just stop by Buffalo. If there's not cake, there will be cookies. Um, so, you know, stop by, come in the studio, Joel will have to clean it, it's fine. And I gotta clean it anyway, we've got Lexi Rain coming in next can, week. Yeah, um, we're having Lexi, we have to, uh, we have to, we, things have to be nice, it's for Lexi. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys should come in and give us a, an update how tour was, and, yeah, yeah, and have some freaking cookies. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I love cookies. <laughs> Actually, I like cookies better than I like cake, so. Nice. Well, go. they are bite-size, you know? You That's can hold it in your size. hand. There you I mean, go. To, to be fair, I did eat a piece of cake, like, with my hand earlier, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wash forks, huh? No, I just, I didn't grab a fork. I just you grabbed just a piece. grab one. Just grabbed a piece of cake right out of the pan and just ate it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and then I reused my plate that I grabbed, and I, I I heated up a piece of pizza. You ate the cake before the pizza. Well played. I did. <laughs> <laughs>
I walk. I, I was in the studio setting up for the for the show. I go out to the kitchen, and as soon as I get in the kitchen, I get a message from Josh like, "Hey, our drummer just messaged you." I, I don't think their drummer has a name. I think he's just our drummer. I think that's his yeah. name. His name is Bongo Bob. <laughs> <laughs> because I have not heard him referred to as anything other than our drummer, and he's sitting right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't even argue anymore. <laughs> My name is irrelevant. Sean, you really got to talk to our drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. His real name is Sean. We call him Bongo Bob. Or actually, drummer. when he joined the band, uh, he didn't have his electronic kit. He just had his little acoustic bongo set. So that's all he used for both live shows and recordings at the time. So he got the name Bongo Bob and it stuck. Because I was a DJ for 10 years. <laughs> And, and homeless. <laughs> now you're Bongo Bob. Yeah. All of those things. <laughs> I also used to be a DJ, believe it or not. <laughs> Way before I was ever in a heavy metal band, I was, I was DJing at a bowling alley. <laughs> a bowling alley. Yeah. Man, the only thing better than that is Skateland. Yeah, I did nine years oh, at the same man. bar. Oh, Skateland's not even a thing no more. It, it made me so mad that, uh, well, the Skateland out in Franklinville is now something else. I think it's just like a... I don't ball. know about the one, because I grew up out near Lockport, and there's a Skateland out there, and I just, like, I don't know. I haven't been there in probably 20 years. Oh, my God, I'm old. I haven't been skating. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't been skating in 20 years. I oh, my remember. God, just thinking about skating, I'm sore. I just remember Bradford scaring blood. So the, twe the tweets have been coming in from Lady Laura Moore. She uh, won. Kate should be banned. Well, she, she won, confirms that the alligator wins if it's in water. Oh, okay. Is, and, that, yeah. is that for real? And, yeah, apparently. So. I, I would imagine that's uh, accurate. Oh, no, she said, sorry, Bear would win. I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> you have to watch the video and find out. Uh, <laughs> and then she said, Cake should be banned. She also said... The Animatrix, welcome to 2003. I am happily stuck <laughs> in the 90s and 2000s. <clears throat> She's saying she can't hear you guys. <laughs> I, I don't think that's true. She's kind of a scoundrel like <laughs> that. In fact, I know that's not true. <laughs> I mean, I can hear, I can hear, I can hear me. Yeah. I can't. We hear each other just fine. Yeah, yeah. So. I can't hear Josh very well. No. Can we tell Josh's mic? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's the thing. Every time we set up uh, our PA system and play a local show, everybody tells us Josh's mic needs to go up. We can't hear him singing with all the instruments playing. <laughs> that turned him way the fuck up. <laughs> what did Phil realize is that was the point. <laughs> yeah. So. so you can catch those guys this weekend in, uh, in Olean and in Erie. Uh, there's also some other shows going on. This Saturday night in Rochester uh, is one of them. This uh, one's put on by the Metallic Onslaught, isn't it? Uh, I don't see that anywhere on here, but oh. I'm sure it probably is. I don't know. It says... Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I don't think it is. Maybe they just cross-promoting. Uh, it's Jed Seaver Productions presents the third annual United Artistry Live, a celebration of all things art in upstate New York. Uh, that's uh, at Anthology in Rochester on Saturday from 2 p.m. to 12 a.m. with a ton of bands. Oh, my God, so many. Yeah, Cry to the Blind, Outlier, Poison the Prophet, Reps, Nasty Trast, 
uh, diluted revival unwill in Victra, a fitting revenge, perceptions, mood pill, no way home, the Dave Michaels band, and Brittany Rhiannon. Bethany. Bethany? Is that what it says? That is what it says. Yep. I, I only get paid to read. Um, tickets, <laughs> tickets are available through Merch Champ, um, or and they're ten dollars through Merch Champ or fifteen day of show. Um, so that should be cool if you're out in the Rochester area. Absolutely, we're gonna play a song from one of the bands right now, and uh, we'll come back with more of those guys. Uh, this is from a band called Outlier. This song called "Set the World on Fire" on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
on old WNY I, uh, I I misspoke before the song it's called set the world in flames I said fire yeah I gotta that was a nice yeah, song the beginning reminded me of salad fingers but I don't know like the song was really good but um that video was fucked up and at the end <laughs> no like the the entire video was people shooting up and then dying of an overdose. And then at the end, to make it okay, they put a flash about how you can get help if you have a drug addiction. But, um, like, there's still no reason to fucking show that shit. I didn't need to see that. The sad, and sad news, Chuck Berry passed away. No! Yep. Yeah, All over like, Facebook. It says, Chuck Berry, the guitarist and songwriter recognized as one of the fathers of rock and roll, has died at age 90. Um, yeah, but that happened like a year or two ago. Did it really? <laughs> yeah. I told you. Are you serious? Yeah, Chuck Berry's been dead for for a Facebook. couple of years, for at least a year. That's what I hate. Like social media keeps killing celebrities. I know. It's like, <laughs> this guy just posts it fifty three minutes ago. I'm like, no shit, really? <laughs> Chuck Berry. And here it is. Update: March nineteenth, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> yeah, Ch- Chuck Berry, uh, born October eighteenth, nineteen twenty six, and died March eighteen, nineteen, uh, March eighteen, twenty seventeen. <laughs> no, I saw somebody uh, post, uh, you know, a death, uh, you know, that had happened years ago and i was like yeah this this is like the fifth time this has been reposted since the guy died stop killing people over again <laughs> i'm waiting for chris farley to die again there you go i'm waiting it's gonna be way past due yeah yeah for, for another death <laughs> 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 I mean, I guess it's okay to like if a, if a dead celebrity is reported dead again, that's one thing. But then it's like you get the guys like Kel Mitchell who dies like every year, but he's still alive. <laughs> he's just at like stamps like two months ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's still right. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it happens all the time. Like, so, uh, social media is dangerous. Oh <laughs> I hate social media. Damn it. So we, speaking of social media, we just put a, a poll up on social media. You can win a dozen cookies, a grab bag, mm-hmm. if you participate in this poll. Do you want to tell them about the poll? So Karina doesn't know what the Oxford comma is. You don't have to start it that way. <laughs> well, that's, that's where we're at with that. So uh, that's how we got there. 
I really don't know anything about it either, so I'm kind of clueless. I want to Google it, but I feel like that would be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so the the question is, do you know what the Oxford comma does? But then we also encourage that you leave wrong answers in the comments on the poll. So go do that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, I know, I know what it does, and I can't live without it. I hate when there's not one in a script. Like, oh, yeah, th this is gonna be like. It's a punctuation of some kind. It is. You are correct. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if so, like, if you have a sentence where there are like multiple things, uh, you know, that are separated by commas, it's the comma between like the last thing, and then the. And or between like the second to last thing and the and the last thing, you know what I mean? you know what I mean. So like, you know, on on my desk I have speakers, a mixer, a keyboard, and a mouse. So like, it would be the the comma between keyboard, comma, and the mouse. But what is the difference between if it's there and not? Um, is that the defining comma saying that that's the end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, it's well, according to a scholar at Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't deal without it. So, I, I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> Off the top um, of my head, what? I don't After know why. After the show, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna call Rosie Laurenti, and she's gonna nicely explain to me what the Oxford comma does <laughs> and what it means, and then I will understand because Rosie has got my back. And then you can explain it to me so I can explain it to other people. Because <laughs> I, I know what it does. I just can't... Uh, can we get multiple calls on Skype? Can we, like, call in another line and call Rosie? Uh, I don't know if she's on Skype. Maybe. <laughs> Do we want to test the limits of Skype? <laughs> I, and she's not ready for us. It wouldn't be fair. Yeah. It, it, uh, you can definitely call multiple people on Skype. I used to do a podcast exclusively right. through Skype with five co-hosts. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do that. Yeah. She's just not ready for us. Right. Five co-hosts, occasionally guests. There you go. You know, I just got asked to do an interview for the other podcast that we haven't done since December. Yeah. <laughs> was it anybody that I heard of? No, it was nobody I've even heard of. I, I get this message the other day, like, hey, man, what's up? We, we used to do uh, board wrestling fan radio Sundays at, at 2, uh, and we would uh, distribute it on boardwrestlingfan.com and through bodyslam.net. So the dude from bodyslam.net shoots me a text a couple of days ago. He says, hey, man, uh, have you just been forgetting to post your show to bodyslam.net? I'm like, no, I, I haven't been forgetting for the past four months to post my show on your site. <laughs> we just haven't done a show and probably aren't going to anymore. He says, oh, man, well, uh, do you want to do this interview? Like, uh, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to start a new podcast with me? Like, no, I, I think I'm out of the wrestling business for now. <laughs> Speaking of the wrestling business... There's a pro wrestling seminar Sunday, April 14th at Patchwork Theater. This is going to be cool. Uh, this this workshop will teach striking, breakfalls, physical storytelling, otherwise known as bumping and selling. A great class for people with all levels of combat and stage experience. Whether you're a beginner who wants to learn how moves are done and matches are organized or an experienced stage combatant 
Looking to learn new skills and techniques? This sem seminar has you covered. And it's going to be $20 cash upon arrival. Uh, Sunday, April 14th from 2 till 4. Um, with pro wrestling veteran The Madness of Trip. I've been trying so hard to get Cam from Of Night and Light to go to this. Oh, he's considering this. I know he is. He's told me if he's not working, he's going. Uh, if anybody doesn't know Cameron, he looks like several current WWE superstars. <laughs> and I mean like several. It's like, man, that guy really looks like Cam. Oh, hey, that guy really looks like Cam. <clears throat> well, the other day he was working doors at a show that I was selling cookies <laughs> at. And literally, somebody came up to him and was like, hey, you look like my favorite wrestler. And it was <laughs> Alistair Starr, right? Is Alistair, Alistair Black, yeah. Alistair Black. He looks like Alistair Black. He looks like Braun Strowman. He looks like Kurt Hawkins. He looks like Buddy Murphy. <laughs> what can I say? That's our Cameron. So we're trying to get him to uh, actually do some pro wrestling training. He's and got he's, he's got MMA training. Yeah. So like he's halfway there, you know. Like he he, he can take a hit. I, I'm sure I, he... Oh, I would be so... If I went and saw Cam get hit, I would just... I would cry. He's, like, the nicest boy in the world. And he would be sitting there getting punched in the face. Like, no. <laughs> I, I think if he goes, I think we need to go to Patchwork and watch him try. I know. But I seriously, like... What what if he sells too good and I'm like, oh my god, Cam's hurt. <laughs> Cam Everybody stop what you're doing, Cam is hurt. Cam can't be hurt. He's gotta play May 4th. <laughs> He's gonna play May 4th at Stamp. It's uh, stamps for stamping out MS, a yeah. tribute to Karina DeFabio. He's actually um he's playing with as poison and prose May 4th, but then of Night and Light is playing possibly an acoustic, possibly an electric set. At the Burt Hotel, May 18th. Look at all this great stuff you got coming up. <laughs> you got the all WNY homecoming is uh, April 18th at Stamps. Yeah, I don't even remember who's on that. That's that's gonna be uh, that's gonna Sus, be a fun night. Days ago, um, Speed Dial, and Cardboard Homestead. Yes, that sounds about right. Yes, and more. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Draws Two is gonna be there too. No. <laughs> <laughs> What if they uh, were? What if one of these times they just said like, "Oh, look, we're on the bill and more." It just show up and yeah, play just like show up. No, we're, we're and more. You guys said we were playing. We thought we were playing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys, I mean, when do we load in? <laughs> uh, and they probably don't get it. No, we uh, <laughs> will explain it for anybody who doesn't. Is uh, uh, Billy Draws Two was on a show and it, it was in like a newspaper or something. And they had every single band on the bill listed, except for Billy Draws 2. And at the end of the list, it says, and more. <laughs> so the running gag has been Billy Draws 2 is, and more. Yep. Every, they, they play all over the place. <laughs> They're always on the move. <laughs> you get a, could you imagine the flyer? You got those guys and more. Them. and. <laughs> they're there. Oh, they're just not talking. Fun. They're letting us do. A, they're letting us do our jobs. A band named Free Beer. We're set. Yeah. Free Actually, beer. <laughs> Free beer. Yeah, it was a country band. Believe it or not, even that country band. I'm telling you, I, I actually did it though. It was like the worst experience of my life. I played. My drumming was just. It just never changes. Yeah, they had literally the same thing, and it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why we don't do country music. Right. Mind you, yeah. I love drums a lot. But that was the only thing that kept me from falling asleep at the drums. 
so so I I wonder um what are your favorite local bands like local being any of Western New York whether it's Buffalo Olean you know Rochester what do you, what do you guys want to go out and see if you're going out to see a local show uh it's a little bit hard because there's a lot of good bands. Uh, there are a lot of good bands out there. I think the top two bands I really like enjoy I enjoy seeing when I get a chance to Scarecrow Show and Dreadnecks. Nice. Both bands throw put on an awesome show. They've got an awesome stage, awesome stage performance and everything, and it's just nonstop. So I think those are two of my favorite local bands that Sweet. I like to go out and see, especially Scarecrow Show. They've always been supportive, oh, yeah. and Dreadnecks as well. So. Very cool. Um, what about, like, is there a kind of music that you guys think, like, shouldn't have a local scene right now because it's either a joke or just, like, horrible? Or, like, is, like, do you, maybe you might think, like, the local hip-hop or the local EDM or maybe even, like, the local punk, you Folk know? punk. The folk or punk. Folk punk. High cardboard <laughs> homestead. Everyone around here has, has such different tastes that we don't necessarily dislike any of them. But there are a few bands that we think their genres do play better in this area. Like, I know the rap scene is getting big in this area. The EDM scene is getting big in this area. That's good. Punk rock and grunge scene. But, like, screamo bands don't really do as well in this area. Unless they're at a certain space with a certain night and a whole bunch of people are coming up for a certain reason. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's about it. Cool. Yeah, there's room for every kind of music. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've got everything from Yeah, music. but, you know, not everything tickles everybody. Like, some, some things are just like, you know what? If I don't have to be at this show, I'm not going to be at this show. You know? <laughs> Always something at another place you can go see if you don't like it. I mean, That's myself, true. Personally, I'd rather see more original music than all the cover bands floating around. But that yeah. is a very good point. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I love doing original music, and that's why we love playing out in Buffalo yeah. so much, is because we're we're able to do more of our original yeah. music and focus on our original music, yeah. rather than having to spread out, you know, 35 other songs amongst four hours with our original music. I think after I after I left the Hobblists, I know Dane wanted to do a cover band, and I kind of just looked at him. I'm like, yeah, no, man, <laughs> I don't want to do a cover band. I would rather write my own original music than do a cover sure, band. But it's nothing against cover bands. It's you know they they like doing what they do. They like you know playing songs to the people that they've heard. Um, we don't like doing cover songs ourselves. We just do it so we can spill fill the spots for our original songs. And we do everything the our own thing way. Is, we don't like doing cover songs that everybody else does. I mean, you right. can go see 12 different bands and hear at least three of the same songs. Mm-hmm. Everyone plays No Mustang Sally. Exactly. <laughs> if you come out to our shows, we, we change out music every show. So nice. we'll have one or two new songs, whether it's a cover or an original or whatever. It's something new in the set. Well, we got we, we got a lot of people for. going at the Fieldhouse in Wellsville because we played uh, Shipping Off the Boston. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Herpes. I think we had almost the whole bar just yeah. screaming at it. So it's like... <laughs> We that try to do get to be like three birds. Yeah. Like everybody's <laughs> just screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> and at the end of the song, I kind of just want to chop my fingers off. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It took me four minutes to learn the solo of that song. 
But then like two weeks to perfect it. And yes. two weeks to perfect it. I swear to God, the tips of my fingers were so bruised and just hacked uh, all the work. Yeah, but I, I mean, we, we do a lot of different cover songs that people haven't heard in such a long time. And we do it in our own style instead of trying to make it exactly like the song. I think we, that's important when you're doing cover music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, we, we, we give it a little twist. We put a those guys twist in it with our experience. And, right on. Yeah. So, like uh, Johnny Cash, we do Hurt. A lot of people love our version of Hurt. Um, because he does both the low end on yeah. the voice and the high end for the chorus. Yeah. And I, in the other versions, they pick one or the other. I make it completely different. We also do Ray Charles. Uh, Hit the Road Jack. Hit the Road Jack with our own Very twist. Very old school song. Yeah. Done those guys. <laughs> pretty fun. Yep. And then we did, uh, we got a good uh, Cocaine Blues. Yeah, by Johnny Cash. We did our own twist of Cocaine Blues, and a lot of people really enjoyed that. So we nice. try to make it as different as possible for everybody when they come and see us. I think we had two guys come to the field house, and they were like, the security guy, five dollars to see the bands, and as we started playing, they kind of turned around, walked out the doors, and as we started playing, they kind of slowly turned around, walked back in, paid, went to have a nice. time for music. So it's like, see, you guys ain't, you guys are not missing anything. You're coming to have a good time. So and that's exactly what everybody did, and we got a lot of compliments out of all of this. So, um, awesome show. It's all me. Your drummer, <laughs> with my new name, yeah. your drummer. <laughs> Those guys featuring your drummer. <laughs> I guess it's those guys featuring our drummer because that's what they've been referring to you <laughs> through the whole interview. <laughs> what would be me calling myself that? That would be the our drummer. Our oh, drummer. I'd still be our drummer. Yeah. 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 He said, right. yeah, yeah. I got to get a t-shirt that says our drummer. <laughs> you just walk up, you walk up to people at shows like, how you doing? My name's Our. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to change my name on Facebook. Yeah. No, but I think it's fun that we're able to take new songs and, and make them our own style and people can still enjoy them and hear the iconic. We, we try to keep the iconic parts of the song so that, you know, to the ear, if you're not listening really, you're just kind of having a conversation that you'll be able to recognize the song and kind of sing along or tap along with it while we play. And there's a lot of people that, like, I tell them a difference, like, because they're like, there's a crap load of people. They're like, oh, they're not clapping. And people are, like, afraid to clap for us. But then they're interacting with the <laughs> The lady's like, what, what's, I said, well, there's a difference. You got to understand. Yeah. There's a bar and then there's a music band. Yeah. Okay, bars for everybody to go have fun, interact with their friends, get drunk. The music venue is where everybody stands in front of the bands and watches all the bands play. Right. So there's a difference between a bar show and a music, actual music venue. Yeah. So that's what I explain to some people when they uh, say something about that. And yeah, if the people don't leave the bar, you're doing it right. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that night we had a packed bar until after we closed up and and yeah, the guy, staff guy was trying to get everybody out. He everybody get was everybody so out. drunk. <laughs> they didn't yeah. want to leave. <laughs> you know, it was it was fun. It was definitely a good night. Yeah. And you know, we're gonna be back there again hopefully in July. It's like the more and more we play, the bigger the shows get. Yep. The more people That's pile. awesome. So it's it's a great it's awesome. We're having a lot of fun with it. And yeah, I mean, tours just a few days away, so I think that's the most exciting thing we're, we're, we're getting excited ready for about. now. Yeah, yeah. 
got a whole bunch of support all the way across the United States that are uh, waiting for us to get out there. We can't wait to get out there and meet them. It's just going to be an awesome experience. Yeah, I got a pile of my hippie friends I ain't seen on the West Coast. And then we're going to Camp Kush. Yeah, in uh, Oregon. Is it Oregon? Is it Portland? It's Merlin, Oregon. Merlin, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to, we'll to get our wizard staffs while we're there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a buddy out there, Ken Cush, who uh, was the one that helped us out with the interview for the TV show that's out there. Yeah, be setting that up for by the time we get out there. Um, and then he was also the one that helped us up with the radio station for promotion for Portland and stuff like that. As well. No, that one I fell into. Oh, did oh, you yeah. fall that one? Yeah. Okay. Either way, he's still done a lot for us, and hey, we can't get out. We can't wait to get out there and just you know thank him in person for it. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. Right on. Helps to have connections. It, it definitely it does. does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just glad that we're getting out of our area and actually going to different areas to play our music. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. we're doing the big move. We're doing what everybody thinks they and should. People do, think we're can't. fucking crazy. They're like, You <laughs> seriously going on two months? You've been a band for a year and a half. Well Yeah. I mean, if we got if we know we have something, you might as well go big or go home. Shit'll you get know? off the pot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's the so. only way you're going to get your music out everywhere is if you get up, raise the money, and go and do it. Yeah, and, and just you so got to get in knows. people's faces, or they're not going to hear you. Well, I take I take the uh, I took the words uh, a buddy of ours that plays in a band called the Red Sunrise and um, Dave McGarry. Uh, he came and watched one of our shows down at the corner bar in Bradford, and he came up because I used to hang out with him in high school. And I'm like, man, you must be living the dream right now. And he's like, it's amazing, you know. He's all over the world. He goes, and I said, so what do you do? He goes, man, just pack up and leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking music, man. He goes, that's what you make, make your songs, make music that's really going to kick people in the teeth that are going to make them want to listen. So, and he said, just hit the road. So we're yeah. like, okay. Yes, so we're right hitting there. the road. <laughs> Good. Do it, guys. <laughs> so... We just hope it works out in the end. Yeah, right. So, as long as we have, I yeah. mean, we'll as long work, as you work, guys work. make it home, it worked out. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of going different ways, though, because the West is a very difficult area for music scene. Especially for a local band like us yes. to get out and try to bust into a regional yeah. area. For, um, yeah. Yeah, an area like that. Where they don't know us, and they have to do the research on us. They have to ask people about us, or we have to get people to play with us to draw a crowd. Yeah. And surprisingly, there were only a few venues that wanted us to bring another person in locally from their area to try and bring people in. Everybody else is like, "Fine, yeah, we've heard your stuff. Come on in, and we'll pull in a crowd for you." Yeah, and a lot of the venues are surprised that we can pull off a full night ourselves. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Venues ask you, "You guys play four hours? Are you kidding me?" I'm like. Yeah, we take about 10, 15 minutes break after each hour of, you know, yeah. our set. But, yeah, we play four hours. You know, if they want us to play longer, we'll, we'll play longer. It doesn't matter. But four Bring hours it on. <laughs> we started, I thought the four-hour thing was normal for local bands. Like, so well, for around here it is. Yeah, so we just started funneling cover music on top, on top of our original music that we already had. And then we've gone through countless people to get this stuff, you know, recorded and produced and done right and then shipped off, printed, and then sold. And we're just happy to be at a point now where we can get all that done pretty much within, like, three steps. So yeah, you're, you're, the folks that do our CDs, aren't they relatively close to... Yeah, yeah, Choke Productions Choke up there Productions in Buffalo. In Buffalo. <laughs> That's who does our uh, CDs and stuff. So you, you guys know. are used to bands like the Dreadnecks and the Scarecrow Show who can go out there and do four, you know, four-hour nights 
And then you come to Buffalo and it's like, yeah, you got a 45 minute set. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll play six songs and meet you at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it seems so short. You know? And we're done and we're like, huh. oh man, we want to play more. We have more we can play. Yeah. <laughs> My ass isn't even sore yet. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> My arms aren't tired. I don't know what's going on. Meanwhile, you're on a band with four different bills. The promoters are sitting there like, is this done yet? Yeah. <laughs> I say that from a promoter standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we really like throwing shows out in Buffalo too, uh, especially at the Stamps venue and you know Mohawk venue. We've been a couple bands together and just kind of do a night just for the bands to get their music out there or get together and play with each other and try to pull the crowd and make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly about the music. But it's crazy though. The Mohawk is dying down for some reason. It Even is. Scarecrow show was. When we did a show of Scarecrow, show, Scarecrow show pulls a good crowd. Yeah. Buffalo. And they were so surprised that a lot of, I mean, there was people there, but there wasn't a lot of people there. And the, maybe 30 people. One of the, night. one of the, the lady, the door lady is like, eh, it's been going downhill lately. It's, you know, not a lot of people are coming in. More of stamps, you know, there's more. Of like, and it's sad to see that the music venues like that are, are dwindling. Cause isn't that well, sure. stamps isn't stamps is still going. Stamps is like, no, one of the top, but Mohawk. But is Mohawk, like, isn't that the, the venue where Google dolls have gotten? Yeah, Google dolls got right? No, that was, that was the continental. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's. I think that's why they were doing so well in the first place is because a band was able to get their music out and about from using that venue. Yeah. But I think the issue now is that the people that signed that band are no longer going to that venue. Yeah. So, Got to find a new spot for that. Too. Well, I love Marty though. He he hooks us yeah. up at the Mohawk. He I, treats everyone great. Yes, oh, he yeah. does. I mean, even when I message him, he's yeah. I got it. he used he used to give me Wednesday shows. He used to do Wednesday shows. I went to one of those Wednesday shows, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you did actually. It was kind of a band practice with everybody. Norwell Bloodbath was playing. And we were all from the same fucking town. Even uh, I think I, I'm thinking of a different show uh, then. X Smashed, <laughs> we love them. Oh yeah. No, you know what? I was I'm thinking of a different band. It wasn't a Wednesday show that I've seen that I saw you at. I saw uh, Arcadia at a show. I was it was um, somebody that had been on the show during the summer probably, that year. We probably were there because we played a lot with Arcadia. That might you guys. I I. I, I I'm pretty sure you were on that, yeah. When he was in the Hovelists. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure the Hovelists were on that show. I think it was the Hovelists, the Scarecrow show, Arcadia, and a band from, like, West Virginia or something. And this was on that show. Yes, okay, I remember what show you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. showed up, I showed up, and I swear, I was the that only... Was, uh, it was a touring band that uh, got a hold of uh, us. They wanted to get a show at the Mohawk, so I turned to, uh, them to Marty. So, and, yeah, they were... I actually have their album, if I can remember what fucking band name is called so i I left i left right after the podcast i go to mohawk place because i'm like oh i know i know like a lot of the bands on the bill and i've heard scarecrow show and i think they're great it was my first time seeing scarecrow show uh and we had just played this on the podcast it's like all right i'm gonna go check out this uh check out this show uh so i go down there i pay my five bucks i swear to god i was the only person who paid to get into that show because everybody else was Everybody else was in the bands or with the bands. <laughs> I'm just like standing up against the sound booth watching all the bands. That's why that's why I like trying to get to like Fridays or Saturdays. Marty's really good now. You know, he's like, I'll put you on a Friday, house Friday sound. But usually, you know, we 
we book within five months with him, so you know there's actually slots open here. But uh, we'll probably be back out in the Buffalo area sometime this year again. Um, we try not to play out there so much. Um, you can't really make too much money you can't, out there. You know, we we try and, to treat our band as a business and to yeah. have fun at the same time. And uh, doing local shows out there, it just depends on which promoter is running the show, really. Um, We've gone out there to, we've driven out there to where we basically have gotten nothing. You know, we've no, driven, we did make nothing. We, yeah, we didn't make anything. We drove an hour and a half and the door, the promoter disappeared. I oh, had man. I'll see what was going on. And, yeah, the door guy and the sound guy got paid out, but yeah, none of the bands, none of the got, bands paid. got paid oh, wow. out. And I'm like, man, and we then, drove like an hour and 45 minutes away. Yeah. We got to drive another hour and 45 minutes back. I'm like... Well, this is. Uh, well, we've also played out there at that nice when we left yeah. like seventy-five bucks in our pocket. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, a little bit of gas money never hurt nobody. Nope. But you know, doing this band with all the equipment we have and how we're expanding and all this touring and shows we do constantly, you know, upkeep on the equipment and everything else, we need to get a little bit more than seventy-five dollars in our pocket. Yeah. Right. So we try to book more in the regional area around our hometown and play the bar scene for you know three four hundred dollars for a night and then we'll go out and do a buffalo show to mingle with our, our other friends and bands or yeah. push other people's music for them or help them get more shows or something like that so but we're going to be playing a lot with uh more of yellow sauce uh, yeah, definitely nice talk to them they definitely want to do more gigs with us yeah. um, scary pro shows always yeah. down to do a gig with us too so i was even talking to the sing uh, singer from yellow sauce about doing like a small tour together Ooh. Would be, that would be a really they're deep, fun guys fun. yeah mm-hmm. and they're like when they first saw us they're like oh dude we love your guys' music you guys are really good do you know and I'm like same to you this would be a perfect yeah. fucking matchup for a good show and they're like hell yeah let's do it so I need to I need to go with Yellow Sauce on that tour just to watch Ryan try and find directions that he's not familiar with. Oh my God! I, you know what? I got a story about Ryan from Yellow Sauce. We'll talk about it when we come back from the sh- from the next song break, uh, because I I just saw him this past week, uh, and it was a crazy time. Um, but. Uh, more music coming up this weekend. Uh, we were just talking about Mohawk Place. There is a show Friday uh, at Mohawk Place. It's 18 and up with ID uh, for $8. And uh, you, there's Night Goat from Canton, Ohio. Uh, Sons of Ghidorah from Buffalo slash New York City. I don't know how you're from both, but uh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Void Vader from Los Angeles. Okay. And uh, the band we're about to play, Circular Logic, uh, from here in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, but uh, the first thing I said when uh, when I saw Night Goat was the crime solving goat. <laughs> it's a, it's almost a Simpsons reference, but that's Night Boat. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. And and of course, Ballsy works the door at Mohawk, and you know she she would totally get that reference in a second. Yep, she uh, would. <laughs> um, I actually skipped over a band. I wanted uh, the next band we were going to play, but we'll play them last, I guess. All right, cool. I guess so. So, which, uh, anyway, uh, here's Circular Logic, and this song is called Twist of Fate on all WNY Think So Joe Show.
right, that was Circular Logic on all WNY. A little short song there for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so before we, before we took the song break, I was saying uh, I got a story about Ryan from Yellow Sauce. Uh, he he works at the uh, Guitar Center over on, over in Cheektowaga here, just around the corner from us. And um, I was in the, I was looking for uh, I needed to go buy a speaker uh, for this uh, you know guitar model or pedal thing that I bought. Uh, so I went up with uh, Brian Muller, my former uh, co-host here, and because like. You know, Brian knows what he's doing for all this stuff. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Brian, and Brian can help me if nobody at Guitar Center knows what the fuck they're doing. It happens more often than not. So we go up there, and, and I gotta sit there while Brian like haggles trying to sell uh, sell them a guitar amp. He's like, you know, you're struggling when you gotta sell Guitar Center a guitar amp. <laughs> he's trying to get 200 bucks out of it they're like nah we can only do 170 anyway um, so I'm looking for this look, just looking for a powered speaker so I get Ryan I'm like dude you know what do you think of this one for what I need he's like wait what do you need it for I was like I got, a, I got this guitar pedal wait for acoustic guitar yeah this will work like no no for electric no no you want to buy a guitar amp like no Ryan I, I don't my amp is in my pedal like, my, my amp is in my pedal, my cab is in my pedal. I just need something. Well, dude, if you need a guitar amp, I got an act. Like, no, I, I I don't need a guitar amp. I own one of those. I don't need one. <laughs> like, I need a speaker. So he, ha he tells me to go find Brian, who doesn't work there. <laughs> get, Brian, get Brian's opinion. See what he thinks. So Brian comes over. He's like, man, you should have brought that pedal with you. I'm like, yeah, you know, I thought about doing that, and I just didn't. And... Brian's like, well, you know, maybe if they got one in stock, you could plug in and try it. Like, okay, cool. So we ask Ryan to, to uh, you know, we look it up. Like, you guys have one in stock. Would you mind finding it for us? Let us plug in. Like, okay, cool. So he goes over to the guitar pedals. It's not in there. He goes to the back. It's not in there. He's literally running through the store looking for this thing. <clears throat> and he's looking for like a half an hour. And I said to Brian, I'm like, dude, I, I would tell him just never mind. And I'll just buy the speaker. And if it don't work, I'll bring it back. But because he's been looking so hard for this thing, I can't let him not find it. Because, <laughs> like, that that would just be cruel, I, I think, right? Like, So he's running all over the place. He's running back and forth, looking all over, but cannot find the damn thing. At one point, I've got Ryan from Yellow Sauce and Brian Muller up on top of a ladder. And I'm like, man, I could just go totally WWE on these guys. <laughs> dump them right over. <laughs> Except Brian's my ride home. <laughs> and um so finally uh ryan finally finds the pedal right under his cash register it was right in front of him the whole time <laughs> and we plugged the thing and it plugged the thing into the speaker and it worked fine and well thank goodness it worked what if it hadn't oh man that would have sucked <laughs> well, but the but the thing about that is like we would have the pedal and we'd be able to go and try the other amp uh, other speakers and see if something would work. But yeah, I, I, he's like, well, you know, if you're going to do that, why don't you buy like this more expensive thing? I'm like, because I got no money. I just spent $600 on a guitar pedal. <laughs> so yeah, just had him like all running, all like literally running all over the store looking for this thing. <laughs> he's got a lot of energy. He does. He does. Way too much energy we, to be working at we guitar. We were there about a week ago and I had to go to the bathroom and I'm just walking past him. And he just turns around as he's trying to help a customer. He goes, hey, 
hey, I know you, and just starts bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta pee. I'm <laughs> behind you. I'll be. Re- we'll talk music. I just, you know, but he makes a lot of energy. Customers stand there with a weird look on his face, like, I need to find the right guitar. He's gonna win. It's just like. <laughs> I, I was surprised. Like, I, I go to the Guitar Center in Tonawanda because uh, it's just easier to get to for me with no car. So, like, it's right on a bus route. Uh, so I go to that one, and I, I was just, like, so surprised, like, how informal this Guitar Center in Chictawaga is because it's, like, he's helping three people at once. And so you all got to kind of, like, know whose turn it is to get helped. <laughs> you can, and you kind of intuitively know. You know what I mean? It's it's not like like no, I was here first. It's like, oh, was he already helping you? Cool. All right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he goes to cash me out, right? And it comes out as the wrong price. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if it was on purpose to try to save money or if they just forgot to switch stuff. But we have a whole receipt of wrong information. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah. anytime we have to replace something or. You was fix we, something. It's a fucking hassle. We took my guitar we send back. A claim in, oh, yeah. then we gotta buy a new fucking line of credit, and it's just—it's ridiculous. We, we took my guitar back, and my guitar—it's a Fender acoustic. Well, on the receipt, had they had an Ibanez. Acoustic. No, the, oh, Epiphone acoustic. Epiphone. So the guy's like, "Oh, well, you brought that back." I'm like, "We never left with it." Guys, <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't like it by trade, and I, I took the Fender instead of that one because I like the Fender. So he's like, huh. I'm like, yeah. So they literally kind of screwed me a little bit because the guitar I had was like a $499 guitar. Well, the guitar that they had on the receipt was, what, $317? For $315. Oh, man. He comes up and goes, well, you got to pick out a different guitar at that price. I'm just Stay like, within the 315 part price. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I have to so give did, up that. We did find the exact same guitar that he had. It's just a thin body, yep. and it, it doesn't have a mid-selector knob on the the tuner on the guitar itself. It's just treble and bass and then volume. Yeah. That's it. But, so, but other than that, it's the same exact, you know, same sounds, exact I think it's, I mean, it sounds better than the actual last year, the, the older, I think it's a newer version of the Fender, so yeah. acoustic, so, but yeah, we had a long hassle with Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the issue with me is, like, they had the sale tag right in front of the uh, speaker that I was buying, and they charged me regular price, and I'm like, dude, th- this isn't right. He's like, oh no no, you, you it's right because you you paid for the uh, you paid for the protection plan, and I'm like I'm like yeah, but that's still way too much money. He's like, no, it's 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 one fifty nine, and then you paid the twenty. Like, no, dude, that's wrong. There's a sign that says it's one twenty nine. So him and his manager go over there. Next thing you know, they're coming back with the sign that says one twenty nine, crumbling up, throwing in the garbage, giving me the sale price on it. Like, okay, yeah, you're right. Here we have to give you that price, but. <laughs> when we got equipment from them, we got that pro rate. The pro the, rate coverage. The pro coverage. So Richard's guitar broke. Yeah. So they, they didn't told break. It kept cutting the strings. Yeah, it kept cutting strings. So they said if anything ever happens to your great guitars, guys, just bring them back. We'll swap them out for a brand, brand new one. If it's if your buddy breaks it, bring it back. We'll swap it out for a new one. So we brought his guitar over there. And there is my guitar was a mismanufactured guitar, the rod in the actual neck. There's a but there's I, I a guess bubble a bubble in the, in the actual neck, and um, they wouldn't fix it. They yeah, they want to fix it. They wanted to replace the neck. 
not the guitar. Not the guitar. And then the the tech the guy said, "Oh no, you know the plan that you guys have is to, for repairs on your stuff." And I'm like, "Well, that wasn't explained to us from the beginning. I think you're just bored and need something to do." <laughs> <laughs> we, we made an appointment and had to drive out there again just so we could yeah, get a level we, crown of polish yeah. on my guitar. Yeah. And it was still, I mean, it works fine, but it, it was a moot point. I should have just gotten a new guitar. So I, I had to, you know, I made sure to ask before I signed up for the thing. First, the first question I asked was, okay, if I sign up for the protection plan, does that help you? Because, you know, Ryan's my buddy, right? So like, you know, if it's going to help him out, if it's going to add to his commission or whatever. Or like, I know when I worked at Office Max, like the main thing was selling those protection plans. And then you get like the incentives for selling so many. So like... Does it help you if I buy this? Like, well, yeah, but don't get it because of me. Get it because of you. I'm like, all right, no, I'm a, but you're my buddy. I want to help you out. So if it helps you, I want to buy it. What does it cover? And he told me, like, anything happens to this thing, you bring it in we re and we replace it. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Within a certain time frame. Within a certain yeah. time frame. Yeah, it's, uh, mine's for two years or something. But they, they uh, he said, uh, you know, like, if you blow out the speaker, like, that's all I need to know. <laughs> Because I am playing guitar through a PA speaker. <laughs> it's probably at some point. Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, with the wattage, right? How much it's only it's only a 50 watt speaker, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, just for our mains, we run two 1100 watt speakers yeah. and then a 1500 watt monitor plus a separate monitor for our drums. I basically bought this thing just to play at home, so the volume's pretty much down most of the time. Just so I, because like, you know, there's a headphone out on this pedal, but I don't like having that headphone wire in my way when I'm trying to play. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, if I get back into a band or whatever, like I will get something better than this to play through. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we're, it, it's a, it's a decent PA speaker. Like she's going to use it, I think for the, the May 18th show at the Burt. Yeah, it looks like it. It'll be, uh, you know, it'll I mean, be good enough to figure to, out monitors though be good enough to put vocals through yeah yeah i know but i gotta get vocals to drums no we do have a pa so we just gotta get speakers really yeah but yeah anyway yeah. somebody somebody's walking in the door those guys are looking over hi guys bongo bob's brother <laughs> is that bongo steve <laughs> bongo gage bongo gage <laughs> <laughs> in-house mechanic he helps us with all of our auto needs to make sure we can go on on tour and get home safely is he gonna go on the road with you in case something happens no. knock on wood i'm knocking on wood for you guys i mean we're all we're all squeezing into an suv with a trailer in the back that we made yeah, at least you guys have a trailer wait, wait the, a trailer on the back that you made is that what you just said it was a regular, a regular trailer, a little four-wheeler trailer, and then uh, we built a, a box, a homemade box onto it, and oh. everything else. Now we have an enclosed trailer. Yep. Okay. Good job, guys. So instead of going and spending a thousand dollars on an enclosed trailer, we yeah. spent hundred dollars on material and we build it ourselves and say, hey, yep, there it goes. <laughs> we did something successful. <laughs> <laughs> So we finally got all that working too, so now that can be utilized. 
and we're happy about that because that was just a headache from the beginning. Yeah, the whole month's been a headache for us. It, yeah, it, you know something when something good is gonna happen. Twelve bad things happen. Twelve bad right things before. happen right before, and you're like, oh. Well, God. A, a wise woman once told me something along the lines of like nothing worth having is gonna be easy to obtain. So if you're struggling, if there's obstacles, you guys are on the right path. So keep it up. (laughs) We're just hoping that we can get through it fine and everybody enjoys the the music that we're trying to give to them and hopefully make it home okay. Yeah. I will call in my friends on their spaceships, and we will get. We do have people behind us that'll help us out if we're in a bind, like we get stuck out on the road or something. They'll help us out, get back home. But we don't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to have a contingency plan, but you don't want to have to use it. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, just just be careful out there, because you know we we've. uh, I don't know if you guys uh, know who Lazy Ass Destroyer is, but. They've had a rough go of it on the road with green jello. So, yeah. <laughs> I've, heard of, I've heard of green jello. Yeah. Uh, actually, they, they, they broke another car, you know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they, they've now damaged three cars on this tour. Holy sh- uh, They're in Europe now. They're in right? Europe now, and they damaged another they car. They damaged a car in Europe. Yeah. I think it was. Did they green- drive on the right side of the road? I don't know what they well, did. I they. They damaged it. Uh, that might have been the case because it was like the mirror got busted off the car or something. Oh my god! Uh, the lazy ass destroyer. Uh, they've they damaged two cars in the states on their tour with green jello, uh, and they uh, they one of the cars they flipped uh, in Montana. Fuck like, Montana. Yeah, and so when <laughs> they came to when they made it to Buffalo, you know, Karina was going to the show to sell cookies. And we made uh, we made car cookies that looked like they had been flipped over, <laughs> and 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 gave the entire batch to Lazy Ass Destroyer. Um, she, well, she gave them to somebody from Green Jello to give to them. And then the next day, I saw Lazy Ass Destroyer out in Rochester, and I was like, "Hey, did you guys get those cookies?" And they're like, "You're the fucking guy with the cookies." <laughs> Like yeah, man. <laughs> and then later on, he like after he played his set, he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, me and Krusty, we flipped our car in in Montana, and some asshole when we came to Buffalo made flipped car cookies, and he's fucking here, and he's looking around, and I kind of waved at him, and I'm like, yeah, dude, we were just trying to, we figured it might cheer you up, you know. <laughs> and he just comes over, gives me a huge hug, and he's like, yeah, man, I appreciate it, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, just just crazy, like. So, yeah, be careful out there, you know. Yeah. Guys are, uh, you know, smart dudes, so you'll... Drink uh, your coffee, make sure you sleep here and there. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. guys all look at him. <laughs> uh, no, that one's in charge over there. Manager's oh, in charge. okay. Ah. I mean, we're not allowed to touch anything important. No. So. <laughs> That's how anything gets done. Yeah. <laughs> so... What's great about ending the show with a punk band is like we don't have to we we can still go for another six minutes before we oh, have yeah. to because they've got no songs longer than two minutes on this new EP. That's funny. <laughs> they really don't. That's hilarious. One fifty two, one fifty eight, one thirty eight. That's great. That's almost as right up there with Axe and Smash. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're well, and funny enough, yeah. funny enough, this is another wrestling themed punk band just like Axe and Smashed. <laughs> oh, 
What's this, uh, uh, this next song is called with dog shit on the floor. So yeah, <laughs> dog poop on the floor. Dog poop on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> We're not playing that one. <laughs> Axed and Smashed are like one of the coolest bands we've ever actually ever gotten the chance to work with because like, you know, their drummer Justin just comes up to us after the, after the set like, hey, you guys want any of this merch? And we're like, <laughs> yeah, how much? He's like, we don't charge for merch. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't charge for merch. <laughs> He's like, I mean, you know, you guys could just have it. We don't charge. We never charge for merch. Yeah. Like, how do you make money doing this? I know. This? How, how do you keep going? You guys came from Olean out here to Buffalo to play this show with us, and you're, you're not, you're not charging for, for merch. merch. <laughs> like, I would pay full price. Totally. <laughs> totally fine with it. <laughs> and he just, like, handed us merch out of the... Like, yeah, it's, he's, it's, it was almost like he, like, popped open a briefcase and was like, what you need? <laughs> Pretty, <laughs> considering one of the things you got from him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And then I, I was doing the uh, I was doing the the YouTube series at the time. So the very next week, I was wearing an Axe and Smash T-shirt. Like, whatever right. happened with that? Do you want to reboot that? I'm gonna end up getting back to that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Well, you know, we're we're uh, we're working on something right now uh, with uh, I'm working with Scott Leffler and Brian Muller, and we're trying to put together something. So hopefully. Uh, How's that going? Has Brian found a singer yet? Because I know he's been having troubles I, trying to find a singer. I guess they got a couple of guys that are interested, but right now his drummer is out on tour. Uh, oh. He's filling in for, uh, I can't think of the name of the band. Do you know off oh, the top of your head? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. Uh, can't think of the well, name of the band. What happened to, is it Breaking Celeste? Is that Breaking Solace is still, they're still around. Do, they're still, they okay. still exist. Okay. I was like kind of shocked seeing Brian not. I mean, does he play guitar? Or is he just not playing for them? No, he's, he's just he's, not playing for them. Yeah, he's not in. He's just. Uh, he's still doing his solo thing. Silence the cynic. They're actually playing. He's playing May eighteenth. Yeah, oh. uh, he's also gonna be. Silence the cynic is also gonna be on uh, one of my shows later this year that I can't think of the date off off the top <laughs> of my head. Uh, yeah, uh, Breaking Solace is still around. In fact, uh, Brian and Jake actually filled in. From what I yeah, they did. From what I understand, there's a couple of bands that are like overlapping members, right? Right now, and like I don't, I don't know, like how well, public it is. So yeah, like that's why you guys got. I, I think to stay right here. It's like switching out members. Well, that's that, that was what I was kind of because I I listened to the bands from uh, the Red Sun Rising, and all of a sudden they have a different guitar player on stage that I know, and I'm like, well, what happened to their other guitar player? And, and then he's doing something else. Now he's doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think with Brian, I, I think Brian's kind of gotten to the point where if Brian's not happy doing something, Brian's not doing it. No. <laughs> and, and no. he was not, he was uh, not happy with working in Breaking Solace, and he was like, you know he what? He wasn't doing his own thing is why. Uh, he needs to exactly. be doing his thing. Which is also why he left Lost Elysium, so that's why right. he, he ended up, uh, it you know, sense. that's why he's starting this new thing with uh, with Jake. Uh, when Jake and gets him back and Jake mesh so well together. Absolutely. And I think the world of Jake. So, you know, hopefully, you know, they can find a singer and kick this off and get uh, going. Hopefully, they just got to wait for Jake to get back ho back home. He's not only filling in on drums for one of the bands on the tour, he's now the drum tech for one of the other bands on the tour. Oh, good for so him. So that's how, that's how he's Double making dipping. Well, that's, I guess he wasn't 
he was only getting like 10 bucks per day for play, for filling in for the band. Just as per diem. So he's <laughs> he's probably, yeah, just as per diem. So he's probably making a little bit more being the that's drum tech. That's not even a meal. Like, no, and that, that's, <sighs> yeah. When I, when I was told about that, it's like, man, that that's not good. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if I could live on $10 a day. I, uh, Some weeks I kind of have to with my job. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but at least you have me creatively cooking for yourself. Stoner Kitchen. This is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark forgot it was Wednesday. I, we, he just messaged us. Oh. <laughs> uh, literally, like a minute ago, he messaged us. Hi, Mark. Uh, hi, Mark. If you're listening, uh, if you if you did bother to tune in after all, uh, but yeah, we got this uh, one more show that we want to talk about. Again, you can catch those guys uh, at the Plant in Olean on Friday, and at the Edge in Erie on Saturday. Correct. Correct. Okay. <laughs> all right. I remembered. Uh, this Sunday uh, at Club 861 on Military Road in Kenmore, uh, you can catch this show. It's an FTMP event, uh, and it only has three bands on it. Wow. wow. Uh, and it's uh, it's a few uh, cool punk bands, uh, Pure Heel, who are about to play, uh, One Way Terror, and Tony Rocky Horror, who we've played a few weeks ago on this show. Uh, and uh, I picked Pure Heel to play off of this because, for some reason... A wrestling-themed punk band, and I, and I say that because heel is a term for a bad guy in wrestling. I get it. I get it. Also, their album covers have the Iron Sheik and King Kong Bundy on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why they're playing on WrestleMania Sunday, I have no idea unless the bars actually get a show WrestleMania, but I doubt it because the doors open at 7 o'clock. What time does WrestleMania start? 6. Oh. That's going to be a long night. Anyway, thanks to those guys for being on the show this thanks, week. Thanks, guys. Make sure you tune in next week where we've we've got Lexi Rain is going to be in studio yeah. with us. She's probably... We're going to clean for her. She might play a couple of songs. She's got a new album coming out, so we're looking forward to uh, talking to her all about that. This is Pure Heel on All WNY. Thanks so, Joe Show. Those guys, thanks for thanks for your time, guys. We'll see you. Anytime. Thank you. Later.
could perhaps kill somebody? Yes, but I wanted to do hood rush stuff for my friend. Yeah.